Well, hey there, mamas. Welcome back to High Five Motherhood. This is your host, Kim Montgomery. And today we are diving into day three of our five-day live summit series. Today, we are going to dive into how to manage your schedule as a busy mom of littles. There's so much that we have on our plates as moms. We have to wear all the hats and do all the things, and it seems like time is just not on our side. We just don't seem to have enough time to get it all in. But today, we are going to learn to get out of survival mode, out of hot mess mom culture, and learn to thrive while having a schedule that aligns with our core values. Let's dive right in. Time audit printables. And so you're going to print it out, and you're going to write in the date, the task that you completed, the time that you thought it was going to take you versus the time that it actually took you, right? Because we always end up taking longer um, to do stuff sometimes than we think, or sometimes it's shorter. Like sometimes we are going to go do the dishes, for example, and we're like, oh my gosh, it's going to take so long to get it done. It's going to take me two hours to do the dishes. And you end up timing yourself and find out it took you 15 minutes. And you were worrying about it all day long and stressing about it. Like, oh, I got to get those dishes done. Oh, I got to get those dishes done. But instead we scroll through social media or we <laughs> do something else instead of that one stupid task because we didn't prioritize it, right? We spent our whole time worrying about that one little thing that we thought would take so much time and really only took 15 minutes, right? So we need to make sure that when we are doing our time audit, be completely honest with it because the more honest you are with your time audit so that we can get at least two or three days worth of information that we um, track for these three days to kind of get a better idea of how we're spending our time. Okay. You'll be surprised at how much, like what your core values are versus what you're actually doing. You'll be surprised at how many time wasters you do throughout the day. and I don't want you to worry about that. I don't want you to think negatively towards this time audit because you're seeing all the, the things that are crushing your time <laughs> versus all the things that are good or whatever. I don't want you to be worried about it. And I don't want you to be like super excited if you got a certain thing done and you got to write it in your time audit. Like, I don't want you to be anything with this time audit. I want it to be completely just kind of like numb to the feeling of it, whether it's good or bad of what you're doing. I just want you to record what it is that you're spending your time on and just like I said, take the emotion out of it. Don't worry about being proud of it or being worried about it or stressed or frustrated about how you're spending your time. It doesn't matter. We just want to know how you honestly are currently spending a typical day, three days in a row to get a really good idea of where we're at. So we can honestly start at a certain place and then grow from there. Right. The first thing is, is there's going to be a time audit mind sweep. Okay. The mind sweep is going to be your daily to do's things that you do every single day, day in and day out. It's just like a typical day for you. What is everything you typically get done in just like a single day? Okay. We're not talking about a whole week or a month or whatever, just like in a single day. Do you get in a morning routine? Do you do the dishes? Do you do your laundry? Do you um, pick up the kids from school or take them to school? Do you do diaper changes? Do you nurse? Do you, I don't know, have friends come over? Do you do snack time with the kids? Do you do dinner time? Do you take your kids to and from different like sports or dance or, you know, any extracurricular activities, like anything that you do, whether it's you or someone else. I want you to put those all in your, in your mind sweep. Okay. After we get all of our mind sweep done. And again, this can be anything like any, anything that you can think of, just dump it all out. I don't want you to think, oh, if it's too specific that I shouldn't put it on there, or if it's too broad, I'm not going to put it on there. Just whatever's in your brain, just put it out on paper, just dump it out. So we have a, an idea of what is going into your time audit. Okay. Um, not only does this help us get it out of our brain, but it also helps us with the time audit as we're going. Cause we can kind of see what's our typical day versus what's actually happening, right? Like what we think our typical day is versus what's actually happening in your printables. 
you have the mind suite, then you have our needs versus, versus wants page. So if you can pull that up, so you can kind of see what I'm talking about. There's like two lists on it, if you can see that. And it says needs versus wants. So I want you to write on that everything you can possibly think of that you need to get done in a day. Okay. Not things you want to get done, not things you have to get done, but things you need to get done. Okay. A lot of things that we need to get done. We also have to get done. Sometimes it's both. Right. But if it's not something we need to get done, like you feel like you have to do this, but really you don't need to, you know, like, like maybe somebody texts you and they're like, Hey, I really, really need you to make dinner for this family tonight. And you're like, okay, I would love to do that, but that's not something I have to do. I can turn that down and see if somebody else can do that. Cause tonight I have family in town and we are doing this big thing. Like we, I'm not able to do that right now. Right. So you focus on what your, what your actual needs are, not what other people are expecting you to do. Okay. So write down any needs that you have in a typical day, anything that you can possibly think of, go ahead and write that in there. And then on your right column, it's going to say your wants. So I want you to write down everything that you want to do. Like these are your things that you dream about at night when you're like, oh, I wish I could just take a, a bath. You know, I just want to take a bath. I just want to soak. I just want to relax on the couch and read a book for a little bit. I just want to go lay out and get a tan. I just want to go eat some chocolate without my kids wanting me to share with them. <laughs> like Whatever you're wanting to do, I want you to write your wants down. Okay. And it doesn't have to be anything huge. Don't think that it has to be this massive, huge dream. Like just what are some things that you'd like to do in a day? Like a dream, um, typical day, you know, what are some things that you want to do in your day? Like, I really would like to learn how to dance better or I want to learn a new language. I want to do some skincare treatment that I haven't been able to do yet. You know, I want to try out a new serum or something. I want to deep condition my hair, like whatever you want to do. You want to go outside. You want to go for a bike ride. What are some things you want to do? You don't have to do them. You don't necessarily need to do them, but you really want to do them. So I want you to write those things down. So we're going to be creating our ideal schedule throughout this week, exactly how we're going to fulfill these goals and dreams and things that we have for 2023. So our weekly block schedule is going to be how we plug in all of our little time blocks that help us to fit our core values in every single day for each week, right? Eating dinner or making dinner, taking care of a baby, grocery shopping. Those are big needs. We kind of need to have food in the fridge, right? That's kind of important. <laughs> like if mama doesn't have food in the fridge, no one gets to eat, right? You would love to shave your legs. That's a good want. <laughs> I don't think any of us want hairy legs, right? <laughs> Get in a workout, take a nap. Naps are always something that we want. Sometimes I feel like some it's something that we need, right? It may not be just a want sometimes. Sometimes we really need a nap, um, but want is great too. Okay, needs. Work hours, you've got to get your work hours in, um, got to get some cooking done and got to get some cleaning done, right? We all have different needs and wants. We don't leave margin. We don't leave that white space, which is super important. And so as you are doing your time audit, you're going to realize that throughout your day, there's times where you have a lot more time than you thought you did. And you're going to start adding up all of the hours and minutes and times that you have where you are not actually doing a specific task that needed to get done or something you even wanted to get done. It was just kind of a waste of time. Like we're going to realize how many time wasters we have in a day as we're doing these time audits. Now, again, as you do your time audit, make sure that you're being as honest as possible. So like, for example, if I am going on my phone to just chill and scroll for a little bit, I just want to get on some social media, catch up with some friends, whatever you're wanting to do. I put on there, you know, the date. So today's date. And then I put on there, um, social media scrolling or whatever. And then I'm going to put, I think I'm going to spend, I don't know, 10 minutes on there, just going to do 10 minutes. And then I'm going to scroll and I'm going to totally not even worry about the time audit. 
And then as soon as I'm done, I'm going to write in the time and be like, well, and you kind of have to set a timer or at least look at the clock before you start. So you kind of know when you're going to finish, right? Kind of get an idea of when you're going to do it. And then as soon as you are done with it, it, oh, if you have a smartwatch, this is a really great thing. You can go to your like Apple watch or whatever. And there's a little app on there that says stopwatch and you can start, like you can press the button to start the stopwatch and then do whatever activity is that you're going to do and then stop it when you're done. And that will tell you you're allotted time or the time that you were allotted or whatever, if that makes sense. So if you were on social media and you think you're only going to take like 10 minutes on it and you start your stopwatch and then you finish and everything and stop it. And you're like, holy crap, 45 minutes later or two hours later, way more time than I thought. Right. So then you're going to notice that you have two hours of wasted time, right? That's going to be one of your time wasters because that wasn't something you needed to do. It was something you wanted to do maybe, but maybe you didn't even want to do it. Maybe you were just kind of bored and you were like actually really wanting to do a play date with a friend, have your kids hang out. And for some reason it didn't work out. So you got bored and you just started scrolling. Like there was literally no reason you didn't need to do anything particular on there. It was just kind of like a time waster, right? So we're going to start looking and seeing those things. And sometimes a time waster is you're just like, when it comes to moms, a lot of times we really don't sit around when we waste time. A lot of it can be on doing something that maybe is something we do need to get done, but it maybe doesn't have to be done right then. So sometimes a task that we do ends up being something that is actually helping us to procrastinate. So it's like productive procrastination. <laughs> Let me explain. So for example, if you only need to do one load of laundry a day and you only have to do seven loads of laundry a week, right? So you get your whole seven loads of laundry and like you're done. You only really need to do that one load of laundry a day, but you ended up doing like five loads of laundry that day, just because you really didn't want to have to work on the dishes that really need to get done. Cause you literally have no dishes left in the house. <laughs> like that is a great thing. You're being productive, but are you moving the needle forward in the direction where you actually need to go? No. Cause now you can't cook dinner. You have nothing to cook with. Right. And the kids have nothing to eat off of. So sometimes we do things that are yes, productive, but it's not something that needs to be done right, right now. It's something that can be done on a later date or at a later time during the day, if that makes sense. So pay attention to what you are doing productively. That's really just procrastinating. Like you're just putting something else off and you're just kind of filling in the time with that. Like, you know, you need to make sure the kids are working on their homework or whatever and trying to help them out there. And you're like, Eh, I really just don't want to be a part of that. So I'm going to start scrolling on my phone or I'm going to play a little game or <laughs> whatever it is, right? There's always something that we can find to fill our time with when we don't want to do it, right? I think we're all really good at that. I love that. It's like, I'm really good at that. We are, right? <laughs> we're all really good at being productive procrastinators. <laughs> That's something that I have found for me. I'm like, I never really feel like I waste time because I'm always moving, right? I'm always doing something. But when I look back at it and think, okay, was I doing it to procrastinate something that really needed to get done? Yes, I was. So even though I was totally productive and doing something, I was moving the needle forward in a place that really wasn't having an issue. It really wasn't a problem. I needed to focus on this fire that I needed to put out. This one was already good to go, if that makes sense, okay? Sometimes we just choose to do our own little thing and realize that <laughs> there's actually another way that could be better. We could focus on our what? Core values, our priorities, right? So as we go through our time audit, our, our mind sweep and all these different parts of the time audit, it will help us to get a better idea of how we're spending our time and then how we want to spend our time. So one of the journal prompts that we have is kind of past, present, and future based. So you have the past, your like, for example, last year, 
is, is, could be your past, right? And you look at how you spent your time last year. You can look at your planners. You can look at your calendar. You can look at photos to try to see how you spent your time last year and just kind of get a better idea of what did you do in a day? You can even look at journal entries and see, this is what I did today. If you, if you write in your journal all the time or whatever, um, and just kind of get a better idea of how you spent your time versus how you're currently spending your time. You know, how have you grown since last January? What did you used to spend time on versus how you spend time on now? And then also, so this is the present, right? This year, this 2023, this is our present year. This is what we're in. This is what we want to focus on or what we want to work on right now. But we also need to look to the future and we want to prepare for that and plan for that so that whatever's coming up, we want our past to not stay with us. We want our future to be something that we are working towards, that we are constantly trying to be better than our past self. That doesn't mean we're comparing ourselves to anyone else. Okay. Comparison is the thief of joy. Never. I know this is easier said than done, but never compare yourself to somebody else's success or some, or how somebody else spends their time or different things. Cause we will all spend our time in different ways. So we have, think of a 20 year old that is a part-time student versus a mom like me, like a mom of five mom with five kids and trying to run a business and trying to fulfill callings and all these things, are we going to have the same time goals or the same um, margins of time where we have free time? No, we're not. We live in totally different realms, right? Cause we're in different phases of life. So when I was in college, when I was working part-time and, you know, and a student and focusing on studies and things like that, my time would be way different and spent way differently because I was single at the time, right? And I, I didn't have to worry about a husband and five kids and a home and all those things. Like I just could do whatever I want. I was living the single life, like living it up, right? Like I had total control of pretty much what I wanted to do when I wanted to do it. As a mom, you do have a lot of control of your time, but a lot of times there's also other things that happen, like a random blowout of one of the kids, their diaper just blew out. You don't really have control over that. That's just something that happened and you've got to take care of it, right? Like that's going to be some things that take up your time. And you can even look through and see how many hours a day you're spending changing diapers or feeding bottles or dealing with tantrums. You can even put in their tantrums, like dealt with tantrum for, you know, 25 minutes of kids screaming, like <laughs> whatever it is that went on there, good or bad. We're all dealing with different things in different phases of life. So try not to compare your time audit and what, how you're spending your time with somebody else. Even if they're in the same phase of life as you are, you may be in totally different circumstances and totally different like mindsets. Um, like maybe you're dealing with a time where you just got through this huge, like race of trying to get all these things done for like months. And then all of a sudden, this is like your time where you can kind of just have more of a chill quarter where you're not like go, go, going all the time. You're like, you know what? I kind of want to take some hands off the wheel on business or schooling or work or whatever it is that I'm doing. And maybe I want to spend more time on family and we want to do more recreation. Even different phases of our own lives can change. We're not necessarily always in the race phase. Sometimes we're in the relax phase or the recreational phase, or like we have these different phases or seasons that we go through. So just compare your old self to your new self and what you want to focus on. Make sure you're focusing on setting goals in the current season and phase that you're in right now. So when you set a goal, like for example, you want to build your business, right? And you really want to work extra hours and get in all the time that you can to really build this business and make it amazing, make it exactly what you want it to. But you also have a family goal of you really want to get in family dinner and scripture study and all these things together. Well, what if they overlap? Okay. So say you're doing your work hours until like 
5.30 or 6 o'clock and you really want to get dinner on the table at 5 o'clock for your family and have family dinner together, that's not going to work, right? Because when we do our goals, a lot of times we'll set all these goals and realize that later on that it was unrealistic expectations because you can't do both of them together. You can get one goal here and one goal there, but you can't do them at the same time because they, they conflict with each other, right? They don't work. So as you set goals, make sure that they are all going, like I said, in alignment. Remember we talked about alignment, make sure that we're in alignment. It's not just balance. Like I want to make sure I get some work and some family time. Well, sometimes that can conflict with each other, right? Make sure that we're finding that alignment. If I'm setting a business goal, I need to make sure that aligns with my other core value, which is my family goal. And it needs to align with my um, spending time with God and religion. It needs to align with my being able to travel. Like, what are your goals that you can set that can fit into all your different core values, but they all work in alignment with each other. They're not fighting with each other, right? So start thinking about different goals that you have in mind. You can even take a little um, piece of paper right now and start writing down some goals. I want you to re- journal out your dreams. And I want you to think, what is it that will lead me to the best version of myself in that one core value, whatever it is. Okay. Whether that is being a mom, whether that's being a wife, a business owner, a student, a friend, um, whatever it is that is your thing that you're wanting to do. I want you to find different goals that you can set within that core value and so say you have five different core values that you want to focus on, okay? Or six or something like that, right? At least one per core value. And then see if that goal can align with all the other goals that you have. So you can just write this out real quick. This is um, some journaling time you can either do right now while we're in class, or you can do it afterwards and just write down what I'm asking you to do. So five or six core values, you're going to write a goal, at least one goal per each core value. And then I want you to write... Um, if it aligns with the other core values, so you can still get in all core values and all goals at the same time. Okay. This is a great idea. Do you remember when we did habit stacking, you have your anchor, your anchor can be mealtime. It can be, um, picking the kids up from school or dropping them off or whatever your anchor is that you do every single day, making your bed, whatever stack on there time audit. Okay. Any little anchor that you have throughout the day that you can think of, you can even put it out in your planner, plan it out through the day. During this time, when I have this anchor, I'm going to have it stack a time audit on here. And I'm going to write out the different things that I have that I did during that time, plan out what it is, what, how much time you think you're going to spend on that item and then how much actual time was spent. Okay. So that's another um, helpful hint is just having little reminders on your phone. This is such a big piece of helping us to know where you're at versus where we want to be. Right. If we don't have like the more information that we have, the better your results will be for where you want to grow to. Okay. So make sure that you get the time audit in. Another thing that is really important to remember is that if we want to grow, we have to track things. We have to get information. Like information is so, so important. So Pearson's law says that which is measured improves that which is measured and reported improves exponentially. So one of the things that can help out a ton when we are trying to measure our progress as in tracking our habits, writing down our, you know, how we spend our time with the time audit, journaling things, however, we're tracking things, getting things out of our brain and onto paper. However, we do that. If we can report to someone, we tend to do better. If you want to use a spouse as an accountability partner and just be like, Hey, can you remind me to, you know, make sure that I'm keeping up with my time audit? Or can you ask me? a little bit about class today. Cause I want to tell you some things I learned or 
you know, trying to report different things as, as you're doing things, you can do it with a friend. Maybe you have a friend that's attending class with us and you want to make sure that they have a better idea of what's going on. And you can kind of switch and get to know each other. I think we talked about this yesterday. I think it was Christy that brought it up that as you are with more people, the more people you spend time with, the more you get to know different things that are going on in their life and the more that you learn, right? So as we report different things that we are doing, maybe the person that we're reporting to can report to us things that they're learning and we learn new things too, or we can help them to learn something new, which is kind of fun. So having an accountability partner is going to help you to grow all of your, your progress, your goals, everything exponentially. If you report it to someone, I got up right up my alarm and showered before my kids will go. Okay. That is a huge win. Like how many of us moms are able to get a shower in before our kids get up? That's seriously like one of the biggest wins. I feel like that is a win for the day. If I can get a shower in before my kids get up. So totally true. When my baby took a nap and I cleaned my whole kitchen. What? Okay. Can you clean my next? <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. Such a big win. And a lot of times we forget to celebrate our wins. We worry about what we didn't get done. I didn't get this done. I didn't get that done during the day, but a lot of times we got a ton of stuff done. We just maybe didn't get that one thing done that we were wanting to do, right? That productive procrastination, like we were talking about, but we still did something, right? We still did something. We took care of human beings. That's kind of a win, right? <laughs> Not kind of, it really is. We took care of our home. That's a win. We took care of ourselves in one way or another. That's a win, right? There's lots and lots of wins. I love that. Yay, Christy. I love that you guys are like trying to um, encourage each other. That's awesome. When you are finished with your time audit, I want you to look at the results that you have. And I want you to see what you're spending your time on. That's like taking huge amounts of your time and find ways to eliminate, delegate, or automate it. Automation is when you turn it into a routine or a system where you just do it every single day so that it is it's automated, right? And like, for example, if you don't want your dishes to pile up, you do your dishes after every single meal. It's a routine that as soon as you are done with your meal, you do your dishes and you start the dishwasher or whatever, right? So that that doesn't ever pile up. It's just a consistent habit you're new, you're now doing. It's a system, it's a routine. You don't have to worry about it. That's automating, delegating. You have a huge house and you have a lot of kids and you can't do it all because there's messes all the time. That's when chores come in for kids and you can delegate different things to our, your kids, right? You can delegate their bedrooms. They should be cleaning their own bedrooms, right? If they're old enough to, at least if they're, if they are like kindergarten age or older, they should be able to clean their own room without help. If they are like a toddler age or like younger or whatever, then yes, you are going to be helping them with their room or doing it on your own, depending on how old they are. If they're a toddler. You should be able to help them, but they don't ever um, think that a toddler can't do it on their own. Like they can definitely do, I'm sorry, with help. A toddler can always do it with help. So don't think that you have to do it for them just because they're a toddler. They can do it with you. Just have to encourage and be that setting that example of, okay, when we're done with this mess, now we're going to clean it up together. As soon as we make a mess, we clean it up. That can be a system that becomes something that's automated, but we're also delegating a lot of it to them because that's something that they did, right? That's a mess they made. So they need to be the one to clean it up. You don't need to clean up after every single person, right? And then eliminate things out of your schedule that you don't need to have. Like say you have piles of laundry, like stupid amounts of laundry, and you really don't have that many people in your family, or maybe you do, but you're just like overwhelmed with the amounts of laundry that you have to do. And you just can't keep up with it. Maybe it's time to declutter. Maybe it's time to get rid of half of the clothes that you have in your hampers because they don't really get worn anyways. One of my biggest pet peeves <laughs> is 
my kids will take their laundry that is clean that I just cleaned and they'll put it back in the dirty laundry basket because they don't feel like hanging it up. So I re-clean clean clothes drives me bonkers. But one of the things that I'm noticing is they kept, kept putting certain things in the laundry basket because they never wore it, right? They didn't even want to wear it. They're like, eh, just throw it in there because I don't know what else to do with it. I'm not going to hang it up because I'm not going to wear it. So one thing that we've had to learn a system that we've had to create is sometimes we have to create a system of elimination. You need to eliminate things. If you have tons and tons of laundry, take out half of it, give it to DI, give it to Goodwill, like donate it, give it to a neighbor, whatever. If they're not wearing it, if they don't love, need, want, or use it all the time, it needs to go. Or if it's for another season, like if you have summer clothes out right now during winter time, you're going to have a ton of laundry because some of that is going to end up in the laundry basket that hasn't even been, been worn. Right. So if you have stuff that's out of season, put it in a bin, put it in a closet, put it up away from everything. Right. So there's different ways that we can eliminate, automate, or delegate things to make our life easier, which then creates white margin and white margin is where we live in a stress-free world. Okay. If you don't have white margin in your week, we don't have time to relax, time to enjoy all those wants we had in our list. Remember we had a needs list and a wants list, all those things that you want to do. You want to do your deep conditioner. You want to get skincare in. You want to take a bubble bath, read a book. You want to relax. You want to swim in the pool. You want to go for a hike, whatever your wants are. If you want to do those, you have to have white margins so that they can fit in there, right? Because they're not things that have to get done. They're not things that need to get done. They're just going to go on the wayside unless you plug them in there which is why it's so important again, to have those core values plugged into our, our planner first. So this is going to be opposite of what most people say. Most people are going to say, get your, you know, eat your frog first, right. And get super productive and do your dishes, do your laundry, do all these things, right? Yes. Yes. It's important to get all those things in, but it's also very important to make sure that you have fun and that you enjoy life. How we spend our days is how we spend our years and how we spend our years is how we spend our life. So essentially the way that you spend your day today is how you're going to be spending your life. Do you want to spend it cleaning all day long? And literally that's all you do. And then go to sleep just to do it again. No, right. We need to have things where we narrow down the things that we have to do to make more time for the things that we want to do. That's one of the biggest blessings of time management is you learn how to navigate your schedule and find I don't want to spend eight hours cleaning my home. Like now it may not be all at once, but maybe you're doing the dishes and you're doing the laundry and you're decluttering and you're cleaning up a toddler mess and you're doing all these things. But a lot of it is things that could be automated, delegated, or even eliminated from giving chores out to kids and delegating things to your spouse and kids. So you're not having to do it all. Cause it's not just you, right? We're all making the mess. We're all housemates. We can all be good housemates by helping clean up after ourselves. You just have to be the one to help them to learn that rule that we clean up after ourselves. Mom is not the one that cleans up after everybody. We're not Cinderella. That's not our job, right? Our job is to teach them how to be responsible and how to take care of their own things. We can, so we can delegate, we can automate by making systems and routines, and we can eliminate things by decluttering and finding ways to get things out of our life that don't really matter. You don't have to live in this urgent, non-important box. If you think of the, what is it? Eisenhower matrix or whatever. It talks about different things where it's like important and urgent, non-important and non-urgent, all these things. There's like four different boxes. We don't want to live in the box where things are urgent all the time. We feel like we have to get all these things done, but really they're not important. They, these are things that will come up at like a moment's notice. And they're like, Hey, I really need you to do this. This just happened to me. Okay. I had a lady, she's the sweetest lady. And I just finished teaching 
um, I believe it was three months worth of dance um, volunteer work to do this dance for the young women in our ward. Um, so sometimes it's, you don't have to fully say no in this, in this circumstance, I needed to fully say no. And I needed to be okay with saying no. Sometimes we just need to be okay with saying no so that we can say yes to things that matter to us. Right. It's not that serving didn't matter to me. It's that that didn't align with my core values for this year. There's certain core values that I needed to focus on this year. One of them was spending more time with my family and spending more intentional time doing things that help us to have fun and, and create that relationship of happiness and bonding time, teamwork, all that kind of stuff. Right. And so that, even though it was a great thing for her to ask of me to do, and it's something that could really benefit me in a lot of ways, it didn't align with my core values for this specific year, this specific season that I'm in. I needed a time of rest. My body did too much for the past quarter. I needed a time of rest. Maybe you have something like that happening to you. Maybe you had a time of busy. We all had a time of busy with Christmas, right? We just had the holidays. There was a huge time of busy. January needs to feel like a time of rest. It's a time for us to plan ahead. It's a time for us to prepare. It's a time for us to visualize what we're going to have our year be, but it doesn't need to be a go, 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 just like we did in December, right? We need to have a time of rest after we have that race time, right? They won't get achieved, right? You won't be able to achieve them if you are having them overlap each other. Now that we've kind of thought about all of this that's happening, you're going to write down all the different things that you wasted time on and don't get down on yourself for this. Like don't leave emotions out of this. This isn't to get down on ourselves about how we're spending our time. It's just to help us to get an idea of where we're starting. So we know where to go from here. How do we can set goals from here? Okay. So with your time wasters, I want you to write, what are the different things I'm wasting my time on during the day? Was it binge eating? That could be a thing. Was it over exercising? Was it spending too much time getting ready? Was it spending too much time um, putting out fires as in like dealing with tantrums and all that kind of stuff that could have been prevented had we had laundry done or had we had food on the table at a certain time so we didn't have to deal with the tantrums of them being really hangry and tired, you know, or not getting in it in enough bedtime or um, nap time so that they weren't so crazy when they got up. I don't know. There's tons of different things. It could be, it doesn't just have to be social media. It doesn't just have to be video games or digital devices. Although a lot of digital devices do become time wasters. They don't have to be like right now, this isn't a time waster for me. I'm on the computer, but I'm doing something that is helping me to achieve my goals. And it's helping all of you at the same time, right? This is a service I'm able to provide. So just because you're on a digital device doesn't mean you're not doing good. You could be doing good with it, but it needs to be something that aligns with your goals. So pay attention to that. That digital isn't necessarily bad. If you are, if you are specifically setting time aside to have a family movie night and you are cuddling with your family and spending time together, that's not a time waster, right? But if we're just watching something to veg out and we watch like, you know, for three or four hours and didn't get anything out of it and didn't even really want to watch it. We were just procrastinating doing dishes or spending time with our spouse because we were angry at them or <laughs> whatever. Like we know what a time waster is, right? So be, be cautious uh, at your thinking and what is a time waster versus what is not. So I want you to write your time wasters down, identify those time wasters for the next three days. When it comes to how we spend our time, if it is important to you to be productive and to have more time to have enough time to do things. A lot of times as moms, we feel like we don't have enough time to do it. Oh, there's just not enough time. I, there's not enough hours in the day to get this done. Right. We say that all the time. We do have the same 24 hours in a day that Elon Musk has, or Bill Gates has, or whatever. Like we have all these different people who are super successful and can somehow get it all in. It's not that we don't have enough time. It's that we're not making time for the things that matter most, right? We're spending so much time on the things that are frivolous, that are 
the least amount of value, those time wasters. We spend so much time on time wasters that we don't have enough time for the things that matter for those core values, right? So if you want to create more margin in your day, if you want to be more productive, if you want to have more time to do the things that matter most to you, to fulfill those wants or those core values, you need to do a time audit. And it's not that you don't have time to do a time audit. It's that you don't have time not to do a time audit. If you want to be productive, if you want to do all these things and have more time, you need to do a time audit so that you can evaluate where you're at. So then you can figure out how to make more time. A lot of times we forget how valuable planning is. If we just set up a little bit of time, whether it's every night or morning or little bits throughout the day, however it works best for you, set time aside to plan out your day to, you know, do your time audit, to plan ahead for things. It's amazing how much easier the next day is because we took a lot of those decisions out of tomorrow. The more decisions we have to make as a mom, the more stressed out we get, the more frazzled we get, the more we can't handle anything and and our bandwidth narrows. We are not able to do as much because we're having to make constant decisions. The more decisions we can make ahead of time, the easier our life gets, the less stress that we are having to deal with. So Something as simple as picking out your clothes the day before, whatever you're going to wear the next day, picking out your workout clothes, picking out the clothes you're going to wear to just, you know, go out to do errands or whatever, maybe setting aside everything that you need ready to go in your gym bag, maybe packing your snacks and diaper bag the night before, if you're going to go do a play date the next day, writing in your journal, your planner, like planning your day out the night before and knowing what you're going to do when you wake up, what meals you're going to eat the next day. So you can prepare dinner at lunchtime. I'm going to start my crock pot at noon tomorrow so that I will have dinner ready to go by five o'clock. And all I have to do is make a few sides and those sides I'm going to make during snack time so that they're ready for dinner time. So I don't have to be cooking dinner and figuring out what to make for dinner at dinner time. That's where the stress comes in. Cause you have to quickly make a decision, quickly get on top of things while you're trying to deal with all these other things, all these little fires you're trying to burn out. Right? So the more that we can do things ahead of time and plan ahead, It makes it that much easier for us to not have to worry about those decisions and to be that much more productive, to create more margin and more time for the fun things. Because if we live in this constant putting out fires mode, this hot mess mom culture that society wants us to believe is is how life is supposed to be as moms, we're always going to be putting out fires and we'll never, ever be able to get ahead because we didn't take the time to sit down, breathe and plan ahead, right? So take the time audit so that you can figure out where you're spending your time, those time wasters that we can get rid of and plug in pockets of time where you have free space, white space, where you're like, Ooh, I can actually go do something. Maybe we can go for a walk. Maybe we can go for a bike ride. Maybe let's spur the moment, go do a play date. Like you can actually put in your wants, or maybe you want to deep condition your hair, or you want to get in that bubble bath. You can actually get that in because now you've got some white margins, some space to be able to do those things. Right? So plan ahead, get the time audit done so that you can have more margin in your schedule to get those core values in and those wants in to help you to feel whole and human as a mom and individual. Okay. You are amazing. I am so grateful for you guys. It's been so fun teaching this class. I love having you guys here and like your energy. It's just been so amazing. We need to remember that every single day that we need, what can I do today to help my future self out to be successful tomorrow, right? It could be just that you plan ahead that one day. It may not necessarily be the whole week or whole month or whole quarter. We'll get there. We'll grow to that point where we can plan that much ahead. But right now, what can we do? Maybe even just in this hour to make tonight easier or in this hour to make the next hour easier or then like what can I do in the next two minutes to make the next 10 minutes easier what can I do ahead of time how can I plan ahead 
to have less stress. You girls are amazing. I love you so much. Have an amazing day and I will see you tomorrow.